0: But first, Phoebe Legere. It's hard to describe who Phoebe Legere is and exactly what type of an artist she is because she covers so many different genres, and she's just a a really unique person, a -a one-of-a-kind talent, and we were happy to talk with her. Earlier today, our interview with Phoebe Legere is coming up in just a moment, but let's play a song from Phoebe Legere right now to get the hour going. And this is a song entitled Crazy White Trash by Phoebe Legere. On the other side, our conversation with Phoebe right here on Arts on Fire.
1: What I mean Ooh, I do love Jesus Who got compassion for us all
0: Welcome back to Arts on Fire. Again, Jason Sample in the studio with you for this portion of our program. As noted earlier, we have a guest joining us via telephone. We have Phoebe Legere, one of two performers who will be on the stage of Rolling Hills Radio this Monday night in Jamestown down at Shawbucks. Phoebe is somebody who is no stranger to entertainment. She's been doing it for years and decades, and we are very pleased to have her coming to Jamestown to perform with Ken Hardley on Rolling Hills Radio. With that being said, Phoebe, thank you so much for taking time out and talking with us today. We appreciate it.
2: Um to talk with you, Jason. Everybody loves your show.
0: Well, that's what I hear, but I don't know if it's true or not, but <laughs> that's what they say. Uh, we do appreciate you taking time on Talk with us. And maybe a good place to start out with, Phoebe, is I uh, I did some research, and obviously I think some of our uh, listeners are already familiar with who they are. At least they've told me as much. You're a composer. You're a multi-instrumentalist. You're also a, an artist who doesn't just work in music. You work in various other art forms. You have really have led a, a charmed life, and we wanted to let folks know a little bit more about you and Maybe a good place to begin with is, is just to talk about your your music that you're currently doing and what we can expect when you come to Jamestown on Monday night.
2: Well, it's true what you say about living a charmed life. I've been so blessed, and music has been like a magic carpet for me. I love all different kinds of music. I went to Juilliard, and I've played a lot of jazz in New York City where I live, and I've also played a form of music that I learned when I was a little girl with our family band, and that's Cajun music. I come from one of the original 17 Cajun families in North America. And uh it's a long story that you can read in the history books, but it's really been the backbone of our American music, which came out of Louisiana and The friendships that formed between the people that came over from Africa, and then the folks that were that had to leave Canada because the English, as you know, they were the number one country in the world for a little while, and they said we better just move along, move along to Louisiana. And it was the best thing that ever was the worst thing that ever happened to the Cajuns for about a hundred years, but it was the best thing that ever happened to American music. So I play a, a form of music that's very much based in those roots. Blues, you might call it country, many bluegrass elements, just a real down-to-earth American music.
0: I know that uh, some people are familiar with Zydeco music, which I think is from the same vein and right. styling. Uh, is that similar it, to what it you sure do?
2: sure is. Oh, it sure is. And uh, we have a lot of Zydeco players in our family. Rockin' Sidney, who wrote, don't mess with my tutu, he's a leger, and so many, so many wonderful players in the family and among the cousins and so forth. It's it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a different idea about music, which is it's something that you do when folks get together and want to have a good time.
0: And you're a multi-instrumentalist. I know you play the accordion, you are a phenomenal piano player, and you play the guitar as Thank well. You. What, What exactly will you be doing yes, on do. Monday night?
2: Well, there's no room for a piano on Rolling Hills Radio. Right. And so I'm just going to be playing the guitar. I have a Martin guitar, beautiful acoustic guitar, and I love to play the blues on it, and, uh, and then I'll play my accordion, and maybe I'll play my Native American flute, and who knows? I, I do love to play honky-tonk piano, but that's not going to happen at this gig.
0: Will you? But be- we've
2: got plenty of music because I'm playing with my band, the Crawdiddies.
0: And, and who are the Crawditties? How long have you been playing with them, and, and who are some of the members?
2: Don't you know the world-famous Crawditties? Well, they're from Rochester, New York, and they're my band when I play in western New York and Pennsylvania, and they're just the nicest guys in the world. we got banjo, fiddle, and washboard, and just uh, tremendous young gentlemen that love music as much as I do.
0: Again, we're talking with Phoebe Legere. She's coming to Jamestown on Monday night as part of Rolling Hills Radio with Ken Hardley, the January installment of that program. So, so, Phoebe, you're mentioning some of the music we'll be hearing on Monday night. And, and is that, that seems to have sort of uh, deviated from some of the stuff you've done in the past, at least uh, back in, in the 80s and even the 90s. It seems like you were doing more uh, avant-garde or, or pop styling of music, at, at least from the videos I saw and, and the research I did on, on YouTube. Is, is that a safe assessment? H- I
1: always do.
2: I do, uh, you know, the word pop really comes from popular, and it's true, I always lean towards trying to give folks a good time. So there are always pop elements to what I do, hooks and melodies, Uh, it's true that I did some avant-garde classical music. But that's what you do when you go to Juilliard. That's serious music. And I always wanted to take my music to the next level. So I gave that a try. I've conducted symphony orchestras. I sang with a couple of symphonies. And uh, it's just me always trying to grow as a musician because music takes more than one lifetime to figure out. It's a very fascinating art form. And so I often use some of the things that i learned in these different forms of music i studied jazz for years with john lewis of the modern jazz quartet and learned how to improvise well of course i now they call that being a jam band you know improvising so i've been lucky enough to know some real musical geniuses and i i always keep my ears open jason i know you do too
0: when it comes to writing music, do you, you have a, a uh, I guess, sort of a, um, a process that you follow when you, when you write your own music? Uh, what, what exactly do you do to uh, come up with your own compositions?
2: Oh, I love that question. It, it's, uh, you know, I don't want to touch on the spiritual in the middle of the day, but uh, actually, when I get a good melody, I feel that it does come from. From heaven, from my ancestors, or should we say, from from the world beyond? It's like getting a message from another place that's very close by. I always feel that all my good songs were gifts from the from the Lord. Um, so, and the best songs come with the words and the melody already written. I just have to write them down. I just have to get out of the way.
0: So it's not just entertainment you're doing, but it's almost a, a transcendent experience for the audience.
2: <laughs> well, at moments uh, I do feel that it's transcendent. We people who really, really love music do go to, uh, shall we say, a better place when we're playing music together.
0: Right on! It's
2: true harmony, you know. Like we, like we wish it would be uh, on planet Earth.
0: Isn't that the truth? So, so, Phoebe, mm-hmm. you, you obviously are a great entertainer, but you also follow or, or try to help out uh, people to reach out to art, especially those that don't have the access to art and music uh, that a lot of us do. And, and so you're involved with a group called the Foundation for New American Art. I saw this when I was doing uh, some research on you, and I want to learn more oh. about this. This is an outfit that you are actually the so, executive director of, right?
2: Yes. Thank you very much for asking. This is my service, and I do so much belief that life is better when you volunteer and and you do folk you know you do things for folks that don't have what you have. I've been volunteering for many many years, but uh I I suddenly realized that the children in my neighborhood were not getting any art or any music. I'm sure it's not that way in Jamestown, but in New York City and in Maine where I live, the children don't have they don't sing in choirs anymore. They don't learn to play instruments anymore. They don't learn to draw anymore. They don't learn to paint. They're just supposed to learn math and science, which I love. And I'm able to teach a lot of math and science while I'm teaching art and music. But what I do is I give free art and music lessons to the children of low-income communities who are right in my neighborhood. I do love children because they are so beautiful and so have such good hearts and so i get a lot from this myself and we've been able to make tremendous strides uh in these children and they're they're standing in school and they're interested in graduating from high school and they're interested in uh uh doing things other than the things that are suggested to them by a lot of the popular music they listen to which glorifies the violence gang mm. membership <laughs> and a lot of bad values. So we're able to teach them about civics and about math and about science while they're having so much fun singing and dancing and learning to draw.
0: That's a wonderful program. I learned
2: as yes, well. Yes It is wonderful. It's just great. And you can learn more about it on our Facebook page, Facebook.com Foundation for New American Art because we Nurture the visionary artists of the future. This is something the artists in the old days used to do. You know, Michelangelo went and apprenticed with an artist when he was 11. That's why we got the greatest artist that has ever lived. Beethoven was studying music really hard as a young child. This is why we got so many phenomenal artists in those days. And now uh, I just feel that I have a duty. I have a duty to impart what I've learned.
0: Very good. I'm sure the community thanks you, and it's a very uh, noble effort. We have a similar program in in Jamestown, as a matter of fact. It's called Infinity, Mm -hmm. and it's the same uh, concept Mm -hmm. where you have to teach a lot of uh, these kids Mm -hmm. music because the public schools just don't do it anymore. So it's up to the community to put together a a program to do that. So uh, similar to to what you do
2: Uh
0: right here in Jamestown.
2: Oh, I would like to meet those people and give them my support.
0: Wonderful. I'll check
2: it out, Jason. Thank you.
0: Sure thing. One other thing I wanted That's to ask you about.
2: One we do is support other people doing the same thing. What, yes, go ahead.
0: But one thing I wanted to ask you about, too, is, is that you're an inventor, and this is another uh, a, a very noble effort that you did. You, you've actually created a musical instrument to help out children uh, who are disabled, right?
2: That's right. I was a volunteer for many, many years at the Rusky Institute teaching music to children with acquired Children with disabilities. I'm very lucky, Jason, because my body works fine. My hands work great. My, I can walk. I got it all working. But some people have challenges. And so for these children, it was hard for them to play the piano the way I play the piano or hold a guitar the way I do. And so I invented a pair of sneakers that makes music, if you can just move your foot a little bit, and Adidas was very kind and uh, gave me a grant to make eight pairs of them. And we have a disabled children's orchestra. So if they can just point their toe, they can make music. I had to learn electronics to do this, and I had to learn uh, computer programming. So it was good for me, too. Whenever you decide that you're going to serve other people, you find that you grow a lot yourself and of course the disabled children have taught me so much about courage
0: that's that's great and and thank you so much for uh, for doing that I, I think all my questions are satisfied. We wanted to give people a, a, a taste of, of who you are and also <laughs> to let them know exactly uh, what to expect when, when they come to see you on the stage at Shawbucks on uh, Monday night for Rolling Hills Radio with Ken Hardley. Uh, anything else you want to add? Uh, do you want to give any insight into what you'll be performing? Do you know what you'll be performing when you uh, hit the stage on Monday night?
2: I do. Yes, I do. They're all my own songs. They're all originals. I have a song that I wrote about electronic dating because I'm always, you know, of course, I'm a lonely single lady, always looking for love. So I went on a dating site. I wrote a song about that called OK Cupid. I wrote a song about how I drive around doing my work. I have to drive thousands of miles, and that song is called The Heart of Love. It went to number 18 on Roots Radio. So they're all songs that just grow out of my life experience. and As I say, every song is a gift from I don't know where, but grateful.
0: And we're grateful to have you in Jamestown. Monday night, Rolling Hills Radio <laughs> with Ken Hardley. Uh Phoebe Legere, the one and only, performing along with Tough Old Bird and, of course, hosted by Ken Hardley. Uh Tickets are available at rollinghillsradio.com. Phoebe, it's been a-, a real pleasure to talk with you. I do appreciate you taking the time out to talk with us. Uh, safe <laughs> travels, and we will see you on Monday night. Thank you so much.
2: Much love, Jason. Take care. Bye, folks.